This is the Investor Connect podcast program. I'm Hall T. Martin. I'm the host of the show in which we interview angel investors, venture capital, family offices, private equity, and many other investors for early stage and growth companies. I hope you enjoy this episode. Hello, this is Hall Martin with Investor Connect. Today, we're here with Elio Sunchell, founder and director at Venture Capital World Summit. Venture Capital World Summit is a global community for investors and investees where they help businesses get more capital and expertise as they need to scale up and grow internationally with the support if required from their trusted network. Their message to international businesses and entrepreneurs is simple. Attend our international conferences and get in touch well before. Elio, thank you for joining us. Thank you for having me, Martin. Pleasure to be here. Great. So what was your background before you started working with uh, Venture Capital World Summit? What did you do before this? Um, well, um, I, I did um, mostly at university. So I did college degree. Um, I actually did two uh, master's degree. And uh, even in, during university, I've always been jumping around. And then that's the whole, how the whole thing started. So and the background is more technical, although I haven't spent too much um, developing you know, software products. Uh, I've been more on the theory side of things and thinking and analysis, that side of things. Great. So what excites you right now? Well, I think um, climate change and local investments, I think that's what, uh, that's the future. Um, I think because of trade and all, with all these things going on, including COVID, I think there'll be an emphasis on local entrepreneurs all around the world. So trade will still happen, but it will kind of evolve. So there'll be more talent. Uh, the pool will be broader, which investors also want to access because they don't want to be seen as leaving other um, parts of the community behind. So especially now with race and ethics and culture, you know, encompassing all those aspects is, is great for investors. And it's great for local communities as well. Well, that's yeah. great. So what's your advice for people investing in startups? You see a lot in this direction. What do you tell those investors to do before they write that check? I think it's, it's not just people. But, uh, and it's not just ideas. I think it's the drive as well, the passion that people have. And they don't have to be always be loud. Usually the, the loudest people are not always um, being honest with the investors. So I think it takes a, a bit of background research, um, which they always do anyway. Um, but, you know, not always looking for the loudest entrepreneur. I think that's the, the key for success. And experience helps, but um, it, it's not always the number one criteria. I think it should be looked at as well. Well, great. And then on the other side of that table, what's your advice for people running startups? What do you tell them to do to be successful? Well, I always say, you know, it's great if you find a big VC company with a large portfolio, but they won't have necessarily the time to spend with you. So I always say, you know, always find a VC, which is also starting. So they want to, they have more time to spend with you and they, you know, you can have a journey together in a more um, day-to-day basis um, and they can share their experience. Um, and then that could be more organic, if you like. So it's not, it's not a matter of looking for VCs where they have large portfolios. <clears throat> and usually in the VC community, yes, there are very large VC companies. But, you know, 
what you want is a one to one and the best one to one approach you can have from VCs, you know, especially for a startup that's only been in business for maybe a year or two. And so at that stage, that's the type of support that VCs you'll be you should be approaching. And usually that takes a lot of research as well. Great. Well, let's talk about the state of uh, startup investing or venture capital funding. How do you see the industry evolving from here? Well, um, I think because with travel and COVID and um, climate change, um, I feel that um, investors, they, they want to uh, look at the future and, you know, they, they, they're not necessarily are expecting entrepreneurs to come to them. So um, a lot of funds as well, they want to grow their local economies. So, for example, someone in India would not have um, the, you know, the possibility to travel to Silicon Valley. Uh, and that happens in China. That happens everywhere. So everyone is trying to grow their economies. So it's a matter of how efficient can you be? You know, would you... Uh, with the, you know, all VCs want to make money, uh, of course. Um, but I see global, kind of the global trade, if you like, in terms of investment to be more uh, local led. So as opposed to be uh, top down, I think it will be more bottom up uh, approach from, um, uh, from the, the local perspective, if, if you like, with the support of the the local government, the you know everything that you need to be, to have a, a good ecosystem. Mm. What do you think is the biggest change we'll see in the next five years? In the next five years, um, I feel there are a lot of investors which just which they kind of just are uh, boards and have you know, especially Silicon Valley. You know, they a lot of investors exited and they they're doing very well and they haven't got much to do. So I think you know if they want to invest in talent, which could be, you know, many miles, thousands of miles away, they will need to open their minds. Um, so I think, you know, considering things where investors would uh, look at um, not just climate change, but technology, which they may not be thinking today, which will make a big difference. So in terms of AI, everyone talks about AI, but it's, you know, no one actually, especially a lot of companies don't actually apply AI in the, that sense. It's more expert systems. Mm -hmm. So AI will have um, a part to play, but, you know, talent, it doesn't matter where you are, who you are, where you are, that will never change. But access to funds have a big impact you know, in that, in those circumstances. So I think we will see less travel to Silicon Valley, to the US, and there'll be more, especially on the investment community, they'll be, be approaching people outside the US. That's how I see it. Mm -hmm. Great. Well, you run yeah. the Venture Capital World Summit. Can you tell us more about that? Well, uh, the VC Summit started as just out of the demand. People just kept asking me, oh, you should do that conference you know, in our city, in our country. And um, I was always thinking, well, that's, I would like to help as, as much as I can. 
but uh, I'm not sure how I can do that. You know, in a different country, in a different culture, different ecosystems. You know, I didn't know much about that. And someone says, "Well, you don't need to worry about that because you know all entrepreneurs will help with that. They all want to come and help and participate and join and um, do all the things that they always enjoy doing. So just set it up, and um, we'll help as." as much as we can. So, uh, yeah, I was just thinking, I was a bit hesitant at the start, but so why not? You know, what have I got to lose? So, you know, just put the event on, book a venue, invite a few people, and let's see what happens. So, yeah, here I am. <laughs> Great. And uh, it sounds like it's going well for you. So let's talk about, you know, the startup world and investors and the challenges they face. What do you see as the challenge the startup space out there today that you would deal with? I think education. You know, a lot of, you know, at least half of the startups don't actually understand how a VC works. You know, it's different from angel and they don't, you know, they just want to sell share in the company for whatever money they can raise. And that, that's not always the best approach because, you know, as you know, VC is like a marriage, you know, and um, it doesn't always work out. So um, startups should uh, feel a bit more or hold uh, a little bit back. And, you know, it's not good if a startup is desperate for, for investment, but they should be more confident, confident in what they have. That would be my advice. So I wouldn't, you know, I wouldn't uh, give advice to a startup uh, which has been in business for maybe two months and go and raise the first VC funds in the, in the, in at least a million dollars, you know, that doesn't quite make sense. So, and managing those expectations is, is part of education, understanding. It's all, it's kind of a, a circle of um, experience as well, which it depends what age you are as well on the startup and how much you experience, but uh, a lot of young people, they just, they seem to think that um, startup being a startup is kind of being a rock star, which, you know, that helps, but to run a business, it's, you know, it's not an entertainment business. So it's a more profit-led business. Right. On the other side of that, what are the challenges you see investors face today when they work with startups? I think, the, you know, most invest, investors, they have a lot more experience than most startups. So combining those two, um, if you like, those two ends of the, uh, of the scale, you know, it's kind of an, an art. So, and some VCs have the patience, others don't have the time. So they have to be passionate about the startup to make it successful. Um, and they have to see the potential. Most have. Uh, they always look at the maths and you know and the things like that. So, but um, they should also embrace um, a little bit of understanding of the potential of the company, um, not just in two years, but perhaps in five, and you know perhaps even longer than what they when they fund may be due. So yeah. So if if um, a fund you know, after five years, they have to, to make a return, which which is understandable. Um, but if they can see potential, even after five years, um, you know, to raise a second round of funding for, for them. And if they see staying in the company over five years, you know, 
I think that that could be a game changer, but it does depend on circumstances, especially when you're dealing with different cultures and across the world, you know, there is a lot that people don't say, but, you know, even sometimes by just being in person in a meeting, you know, that can make the whole difference. So, and that's why I feel now the VC summit, especially now now with COVID, people have to be as efficient as possible with their travels, with their meetings. So, I think it's an opportunity, not a disadvantage to, to actually meet someone in person. So I think the value of that is, you know, there is no value in that. Well, you see a lot of sectors and applications out there that people are investing in. If you had to pick one or two, you think are at the top of the list for being a good opportunity today. What do you put it, put it there? It's, you know, you could have everything on paper looks great, you know. And you said, there's no way I'm going to lose money on this. You know, it's just not possible. <laughs> but, you know, that's life, you know, uh, nothing is 100% sure. And like I said, you know, it's not always the loudest entrepreneur, which makes it a success. You know, mm. you, you look at uh, Jeff Bezos, you know, he was so frugal and look at him today, you know, so it's an art, you know, it's um, unless if you have a crystal ball, you know, it's <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But, you know, intuition plays a part as well. You know, if you feel comfortable and you think it will work out at some point, you know, you shouldn't be too worried about this month not, you know, getting the targets right, you know. Um, If you see more beyond that, you know. Well, the last few minutes that we have here, what else should we cover that we haven't? Well, um, I'll just say, you know, always keep an open mind. You don't never know who's listening or watching so usually people that don't say much are the ones of value to any startup and always believe in yourself you know don't be afraid to take risks uh, calculated risks but sometimes people don't understand why they do things you know so uh, just keep doing what you like and uh, let's see what happens but usually if you stick with what you like you know it's your life so you have to make the best of your life so just do what you like and hopefully an investor will like what you do as well and uh, they'll be with you. So. Great. Good advice. And so how best for listeners to get back in touch with you? Well, the website, uh, vcworldsummit.com, um, there's a contact page there. Um, I've got, I'm on LinkedIn as well. Elio Asunson, and there aren't so many people with these names, so it shouldn't <laughs> be too difficult to find. <laughs> yeah. Or you can just Google LUS on some as well. I'm sure I'm, I'm on the first page somewhere. So Very good. We'll include those in the show notes. I want to thank you for joining us today and hope to have you back for a follow-up soon. Yeah, that'd be great. Well, uh, as I said, you know, thank you for having me and for your time. And um, I look forward to, to listening as well to the podcast. I've been listening a couple of them as well, and they're all quite good. Great. So thanks. Thanks very much. Thank you. Investor Connect helps investors interested in startup funding. In this podcast series, experienced investors share their experience and advice. You can learn more at InvestorConnect.org. Paul T. Martin is the director of Investor Connect, which is a 501c3 nonprofit dedicated to the education of investors for early stage funding. All opinions expressed by Hall and podcast guests are solely their own opinions and do not reflect the opinion of Investor Connect. This podcast is for informational purposes only and should not be relied upon as a basis for investment decisions.